Jimmy, where you been? Hi, I've been at summer camp. Welcome home. Thank you. Do you want to come downstairs for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Hold the peanut butter, hold the jelly, and hold the bread. What? Yeah, that's my favorite. Hey everybody! Oh yeah! Yes! Yes! Oh yes! Yes! Wow! Ooh. Hi! Are you done, Chris? Oh, it's sorry. <laughs> sorry. Interrupt the flow. I'm trying to start a podcast. Sorry, right yeah. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. As always, I'm joined by the great Chris Schaefer. Chris, you got a pocket on the front of your shirt mm-hmm. there with nothing in it. Hmm. Let me, here, we, here we go. How, how, how else is the day going? There we go. Okay, <laughs> there we go. I put a pin in it, yeah. <laughs> so, I feel better yeah, now. Yeah, good. Thank you. Now I Can look, I handle that now I look like I, I belong on a podcast now. I have a pin in my pocket. Um, but yeah, the th- hi Jason. Uh, thank you for, as always, the most professional intro in the industry. I'm so glad to be with a professional and it's good to be with you guys talking about the number one lead generation system in the world, Google ads. We're here because it works. We're here because it still works changes and all it's still the greatest system and we believe in it. And we're going to talk about how to do it better. We're going to talk about how to do everything better in Google ads. It's a great system and we Love it. So, uh, yeah, Jason, it's, uh, summer is starting to look like it's over. I know it's going to trick me at some point. It's going to hit like a hundred degrees immediately, you know, like next week, I'm sure. But, uh, it's looking a little cooler. It's been in the, uh, seventies, eighties, which is wonderful. And it's, it's just a great, you know, I'm happy. I'm not, you, you know, I haven't, I can't say that 2020 has been a happy year, but this week I've been why? I've been happy. Oh, why? Just kidding. <laughs> no, we don't need <laughs> why. What's wrong? What happened? Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, Chris. Uh, we had the heater running last night for the first oh, time. Oh, wow! It got down into the fifties. Yeah. Wow. And uh, fall came yesterday, and it's going to get hot next week again. But it was fall uh, yesterday and today. Rainy outside, wet, rainy, and a little cold. And it was one of those things where it's like I've been wanting it all summer, some cool weather, and then it was finally there. And I was standing in my kitchen cooking dinner last night, kind of looking at my backyard, and I was like, it's not everything I thought it would be. (laughs) I don't know. I had a little feeling of emptiness. And I was like, I guess I have to get used to this weather. Yeah. And then I, I bounced back. So, Chris, last week we talked about the search term change, the search term update, Mm -hmm. and that equates to less search terms for you, you naughty little boys and girls. You've been looking at your search terms. Well, now you're going to get less of them. And so we talked about the big update. It was a big update. And um, wow, a lot of lot of anger I'm seeing out there. A lot of angry people. But you know, uh, I've told you this a few, I guess it was maybe six months ago, I had my actual central, existential, I can't say yeah, words, okay. unless I say them super slowly. Ex- nope, I missed say- it. First one. Can you say it for me? Ecstas- you- no. Th- see, now e- I can't do it. E- existential. Go ahead. Uh, see? It's in my head. Existential. Nope. That's still not it. 
Ecstasy. Rachel, can you get on the mic there? Can you, can <laughs> yeah, you Rachel, please say that and word here's for us? Rachel and I'm gonna say it. In. Existential crisis. So I had one of those crises about six months ago, Chris. And um, I was like, what am I doing? This all this stuff I'm not happy with. And then I was like, you know what? Stuff's going to change constantly with this platform. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm not even a raindrop in the ocean when it comes to Google. <laughs> and I'm me. Yeah. I'm me. I'm and not you listening. I'm me. And that's the number one Google ads manager in the world saying that, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm a, I'm a little, I'm not even a raindrop in the ocean. So what are you? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm super tiny and there's nothing you can do about it. And so the six months ago, Chris, I said, I'm never going to feel emotional about a change again. And you saw me during this rollout of the search term change. It did not phase me. I was like, all right, this is what it is. Let's yeah. roll with it. Yeah. So we talked about it last week. And, uh, this week we thought, Hey, we talked about search terms. We might as well use that as a kind of a good time to just do an overall refresher on search terms, why they're so important, how we're using them in Patreon. We're going to talk about the business of search terms and we have the, how to use pure broad match, like a pro episode out there. So I thought I'd throw this out there, Chris, how to use search terms like a pro, but to be realistic, I've got a new title <laughs> since we've talked before the show, yes. how to use 40% less search terms like a pro. <laughs> so how do you like that title? That's good. I didn't see that on the document until just now. Well, I'm, I'm running on all cylinders. Today, <laughs> yeah. Guess what? You can still get 60% out of it. So that's great. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that. And uh, let's talk about how maybe you can get a little more. You want a little boost? You want a little boost to your Google ads? You want to do a little more? Let me take you through a tour of me opening up one of my accounts in Optio dot com slash PSP two. Okay. Optio is an online Google ads optimization software designed for you to get more done in a short amount of time. So I've opened up one of my clients in here and I'm looking at this layout of ideas organized by priority. I have multiple high priorities that's at the top. I have multiple medium priorities and I have a few low priorities. These things range from things that really skip your mind and don't really think about them. They're so easy to forget about things like this. Pausing a certain keyword because it has performed poorly for a significant amount of time. You know, and, and you click on these and it explains why. It has unique graphs explaining why this keyword is being suggested as paused. Other things like adjusting bids on gender. So in Google Ads, you can look at your gender demographics and there's sometimes, I'd never, you know, I never really think about it, but turns out this client I'm looking at has a massive difference in return based on gender. Wow. So something I never thought about. Other things, decreasing one keyword bid by 12%. Okay, I'm a successful guy. I don't have time to look at that kind of detail stuff, but Optio does. They think about things like that. You want to try out a tool like this that gives you the details on things that you don't have time for and get more done fast? Go to optio.com slash PSP2. Sign up for an eight-week free trial. Use the chat box down at the right. Let them know that you heard about the show through the Paid Search Podcast and they will give you that special, which is twice as long as what other people get. So that's why we're suggesting you chat with them first before you sign up. So sign up at opteo.com slash PSP2. All right, Chris. So we're dealing with uh, fewer search terms than we had in the past. Um, 
but we wanted to use this as a good kind of uh, check-in episode to just talk about what we're doing with search terms. Uh, we're going to talk about how we're just using them in general. We're going to talk about the percentages we're seeing. We're going to talk about uh, maybe some new ways to to deal with search terms. I've got some ideas on how you can try to deal with this change. Uh, but first, we'll just talk about how we how we use them and the percentages we're seeing. But I guess first, let me ask you before all that, Chris, like I said, a lot of emotions around the mm-hmm. change in search terms, um, a lot of anger out there, frankly. And my question to you is, is this going to change anything you do at all? Mm. Or are you just going to good question. keep doing the great Google Ads management you do? With search terms, I mean, is this going to change anything, or are you just going to have to roll with it? Um, day to day, it does not change anything for me. I mean, I'm still going to do the same things. What it might change, uh, we're still, you know, two weeks into this. We don't know what a post. I love, I love sounding smart. A post search term algorithm change looks like. Um, but do you realize? Being as old as you are, lived through your life, you gained a lot of life experience. Have you ever thought to yourself before, I look smarter than I am? <laughs> I Have you ever thought that about yourself, you. Chris? <laughs> no, I've never Why thought that. Why do you that. hate me? I do a podcast <laughs> with you. Please don't say you hate me. And it's not to say anything about your intelligence. You're a very intelligent guy. You're uh-huh. a very smart guy. Yeah. You're a very successful guy. Like I, I look up to you. I looked up Thank to you, you when we started this. I still do. But you're so good looking and so just correct looking when it comes to just your good looks and all that you give off the sense of competence you give off a sense of intelligence including in anything you do if you were on a submarine right now i'd be like okay that guy knows how to he's the captain he knows how to uh control the submarine yeah if you're flying a plane i walked by if i walked by you and i got on an airplane and you were dressed up like a pilot i'd be like oh we're in good hands this guy knows what he's doing (laughs) you are a smart looking guy have you ever realized that that you look smarter than you are it's got nothing to do with your smarts you're just so good looking that you look smarter than anybody could actually be. I, I'm going to go back to what you said. What are your comments on that? I'm going to go back to what you said because you said <laughs> you look smart because you're trying to turn. You just slap me, but then you're saying, hey, there was Cool Whip on the back of my hand, right? So you're trying to add like there was like, hey, there was there was an advantage. I orig- your original comment is, is what no, I. No, honestly, Chris, you're taking it the wrong way. Okay. You're taking it the wrong it's my way. fault. I, I genuinely mean you're a very smart okay. man, okay. a very smart person. Okay. But you're better looking <laughs> than, than what you are. My like you, you look smarter than you actually still, are, even though you're extremely. I still smart. don't like it. You could be the most smart someone could be. A ten out of ten on smart. You're eleven on on your looks. You look smarter <laughs> than you are. Do you, can you hint? Have you ever thought that no. before? You've never, never. No one's ever told. Has anyone? T- no one's ever told you that. No. No coworkers no, I, or family or anything. I don't no hang. Ever told you that. I don't hang around people that talk about my uh, looks in any kind of qualitative way. I've never gotten a rating. Um, before until I started this podcast. Well, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the internet, Chris. Welcome That's what to it the is. <laughs> All right, so let's walk that back there, Chris. Um, so what I was saying, you were asking what I'll do post different. Search terms world, right? So Smart. the yep. only thing I do different now is I slow down a bit more on search terms and think about the implications of what I see knowing that there's a potentially another 40, 50% of these terms that I can't see. If I see one, you're not seeing, yeah. what could that mean? Could the, you know, especially if there's multiple impressions, multiple clicks. Now the one to one, one, in, one impression, one click, 
you know, I still may not really pay a whole lot of attention to those, but if I see something that has multiple impressions, multiple clicks, is a little bit higher on the list, those mean more to me now than they did before. And I slow down a bit. And I, you know, I'm a little more cautious about just, you know, saying, oh, that's just one time. That may not be true. It could be multiple times for that uh, one search. Yeah, that's the thing. Just like you, in the short term, it's not going to change anything I do because all they did was take stuff away. So there's not anything new to do. Yeah. But long term, as we learn more about this, you're right. There's going to be some things to consider because it's like, okay, is it this privacy issue they talked about? And should I expect less search terms from some keywords than others? And if I see a lot of search terms on one key or at the top, I can know they're coming from certain keywords and be like confident in at least some keywords that I'm getting a lot of search terms. Or is it like, no, you we're showing you one click on one search term, but that search term actually was... 10% of your traffic, we're just not showing you the other 19 clicks from that search term. That's what's like really confusing. And I guess I'm just going to tell myself like, I've got to just go up based on the data I'm getting. I could go for an endless amount of time just coming up with all the scenarios of what I'm not seeing. Yeah, it's very difficult to do that. <laughs> so I don't even want to go down that road right now. So what I'm going to do is just look at what I'm getting, handle search terms the same way, but I am going to always realize that I'm only getting some of my search terms now, and I've got to be vigilant about thinking about different negatives that I would want that bad searches are sneaking through. I've got to be thinking about searches I'm missing. I've got to be thinking about new ideas. And I'd say I'm going to be spending a lot more time going to Google, doing Google searches and doing research that way, as opposed to doing the research out of the search terms report, which you and I both used to love to do. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where we're at now. Chris, some of the percentages we're seeing in terms of differences, like the last like couple days, last seven days versus uh, a month or two ago, I'll share some numbers. Um, in accounts where I was getting almost 99% of, uh, or almost 100% of search terms. So I had 100 clicks, I was getting 99 uh, search term clicks. Yep. I was seeing the search sure. terms for 99 of the clicks. Yep. Definitely over 90%, really close to 100%. Now, in a lot of the accounts that I'm looking at in different industries, some are maybe more sensitive industries where you would understand the privacy thing. Others are just very basic home service industries. In both of those industries, or all of those, I'm seeing 60% yep. search terms. 60%. So if I have 100 clicks, I'm only seeing clicks data on 60% for search term. I'm only seeing search term data on 60% of the clicks. What about you? Yeah. Um, 60% seems kind of the median. Um, some might be a little higher. I might see 70, you know, it's, it starts to top off 75, something like that. But then it, I've definitely seen some that are in a, as you might say, cautious area where privacy might be a concern. They might have to do with medical. They might have to do with, um, a lot of different things that, you know, that, that you always have to be worried about for policy and things like that they might drop down to 40. So below 50 is, it, wow. it's really tough to see like 30 clicks on, you know, during a one week time period and only see six, you know, or, or 10 or something like that, you know, like, and I've, I found that if you wait a little bit longer, some might pop up. You certainly don't want to check them too fast, you know, and assume, Oh, I only got four out of 40. You, know, you might be checking them too fast, but... Uh, well, if you check them day of or if your day just ended at midnight and you check them at 1230 in the morning, 
like you got to slow down a little bit. But I've always just assumed that if I go into an account and look at the previous day, I'm getting the data that I'm going to get. But you're right. It's early in this change and we'll see if these percentages hold up. We'll see if they get better, see if they get worse or say the same. One little uh, tip for everybody. Uh, when you go into your all campaigns and you're looking at your search terms and you're looking at a date range and you look at the click column, if you go all the way down to the bottom and you're trying to get your total clicks on search terms, you'll see that number. And then right below that, you'll see your total for the account if you're looking at all campaigns. And just a heads up to everybody, if you're running remarketing, if you're running YouTube, if you're running display in your account, there of course are going to be a, a, a lot of clicks from those display campaigns that don't have any search terms. So if you get into an account, you're running some kind of display along with search, but you're looking at all campaigns and you click on search terms, there's a good chance that in that account row on the click column, they're showing you your clicks for not only search, but also your display combined, the whole account. And so a lot less clicks than the account with that difference being your display clicks, that makes sense. Mm. The search terms versus overall clicks. Yep. So I just know some people are going to get in there and be like, oh my gosh, 500 search terms and uh, 1,500 uh, or 2,000 clicks. Well, make sure some of those clicks aren't, you're not factoring in your uh, display. And I think uh, one thing I've noticed, the change, you know, it's still really early, guys. You know, so we make some assumptions here, but... It's it's always interesting to bring this up because we get comments and you know our Patreon uh, Facebook group uh, you know people mention things like this so to bring it up and see if the other people are seeing this um, I've noticed more zero clicks with impressions showing up than what I usually see um, and second I notice less of the search partner search terms showing up and usually those search partners. I don't know if you know this, but when it's a search partner search term, you know it's one of those because it's those really long string, super weird kind of searches that look different. You might have, you know, like something really, you know, normal, like a three or four word search. Then you have something right below it that's like a 10, 11 word search term. I've, I'm seeing less of those. So those two areas, zero clicks. Or or by the way, this is a, a good thing to think about, Chris, the segment button. You can access it on the search terms report and you can segment out to network uh, with search partners and it'll tell you your Google search clicks versus your Google partners network or whatever it's called, clicks. Uh, and you can see the difference in terms of how many you're getting. Yeah. So I don't know. That's that's interesting there. I've seen less of those long tail string types of things, which usually come from search partners. Uh, so, Can I ask you to do something for me, Chris? Go into an account, look at yesterday's data, go into a big account with, that gets a lot of volume. And I'm looking at the search term click-through rate for search terms I'm getting data on versus the overall account click-through rate clicks in the account versus all the impressions in the account. And this is an account where we're only doing search. And I'm noticing my click-through rate on my search terms that they're reporting is a ton higher yeah, than that's the overall account. That That's normal. Why would that be normal? That's because it's only referencing the searches that had to do, or that, that are showing up in 
the search terms. So the reason your click-through rate is, yeah, for example, mine shows 33% click-through rate. Thank you, Daddy. Yeah. You are a smart guy. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Thanks for putting me at ease. I get what you're saying now. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. Because it only shows primarily the the search terms that got clicked. Right. That's, that's always been well, like that. Th- there are some that didn't get any clicks, but yes, now I'm seeing the impression column. The impressions of search terms I'm getting data on, even two months ago when we got all the search term data, all the search term data for clicks, my impressions are still way less than the overall count because yeah. primarily they only show you when you get clicks. So right. thank you for putting me at ease there. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, all is well. So yeah, Chris, those are, those are the per- percentages we're seeing. I guess overall, just like, let's get back into search term mode here. Um, do you agree with this statement? The most important thing you do in a Google Ads account when you're managing accounts for clients is... Look at their search terms. Is that the most important tool you have? Because mm. it is for me. That's my number one baby. Yeah. That's how I sell Google ads. That's how yeah. I communicate Google ads. That's how I manage Google ads. Is search terms the most important thing to you? Yeah. Because I can't trust someone's conversions because I've seen accounts that look amazing. And then I go in and you can't qualify. You and- you are the conversion police. You love <laughs> I <catching> do. people. <laughs> I do. Managing That's accounts true. based on bad conversion data. I do. I qualify those conversions. You love it. It's the You're first the conversion thing I do. Detective. When I do a, a... And you look really competent at it. <laughs> you could put on a little hat right now and I'd be like, oh, that is the conversion detective. I do. He's the number one conversion detective. Well, that's... As I say in my, my sessions, when I do consulting and training with people, I say, I am not your good news guy. I'm your bad news guy. I'm here to deliver the bad news. So, I'm not going to say... say slower. Yeah, I'm not going to... <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to say, oh, great job on that conversion. You miss me, Chris. You miss me. I, I don't know where, where I've been at with this podcast for the last like two months. I've been kind of low energy. <laughs> I've been in and out of it. I've had a lot going on in my personal life. $9,000 I lost. I'll tell you about that later on. Oh, wow. Remember, I was talking about that thing yes, that went bad a few that weeks thing. ago, Chris. I messed up. Yeah. Oh, okay. $9,000. There was a whole joke like, oh, he bought a $2,500 laptop. It was no big deal. I just went out and bought it. Well, then I went out and bought a $9,000 thing. I just bought it. It was no good. I, nine, I'm down 9K, Chris. I got to get that money back. I've been kind of sad the last couple months. A lot going months. on in my personal life, but I'm back. I'm back, Who's, Chris. I'm back for the podcast. Let's not, go. For months. Okay. Wow. Um. Anyway. Uh, well, where's Jimmy been? How long has true. it been since I've been? That's Jimmy? why I was. Yeah. I knew something was different when Jimmy. And you've seen me struggle a, a few weeks ago. I was still trying to do it, and, and he, he would take it out before the show because I'd be like, Jimmy, uh, I'd be like, I can't do this. I can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad to know you got your drug dealer back. Um. So, yes, search terms are the absolute most important because if you get conversions, that is entirely subjective to how you set up your conversions. It could be entirely based on brand searches. Way to go. You're doing nothing, you know? So yeah, search terms is absolutely important. I would put it over conversions anytime because I cannot manage a campaign with no search terms, but I could manage a campaign with no conversions, right? Because yeah, I can qualify sure. I things. Do, I do that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, I can qualify things and make sure they're getting what they need based on search terms, bounce rate, time on site, you know, looking at that kind of stuff, inferring what's happening with the campaign. But if I didn't have any search term data and all I had was conversions, I, I can't do it. And the reason why they're so key and so useful to people like us who are managing accounts is because they let us get inside the head and inside the intent of the search user. Oh, yeah. Someone goes to Google on their phone or their computer or they stop 
doing whatever they're doing on their tablet and finally do a search one time in their life on tablet. tablets. Tablets. What happened to tablets? What the heck? Like it was the it was the innovation. <laughs> I mean, now honestly, now we're seeing device data for TV. TV is going to start rivaling yeah. tablets. Yeah. I mean, tablets are. What are people doing on them? It's kids. I'd, I'd like to know. It's ninety percent kids that are on them watching YouTube videos or playing Minecraft, you know, like that's the only way you're, people don't search on tablets. Adults don't, I should say. Yeah. So uh, you're on your phone, you're on your computer, you type into Google what you're looking for, and then you click on one of our ads and then we're able to get that data. What is the freaking deal? Why, why is it a privacy issue? It's anonymized. We don't see who searched it. All we see is that someone searched it. I don't get why I don't know. it's a privacy thing, but that said, we actually get inside the person's intent. Yeah. And so intent is what we need. We need to know, is someone looking for moving related searches because they're doing, they're looking for a moving checklist or they're looking for moving truck rental or is someone looking for moving companies in Orlando, Florida that the, the conversions come from the intent. So Chris, how often do you check your search terms, are you checking them every day, every week, every month? Does it depend on the kind of account it is? Do you have problems where clients see a bad search term come through and then they think the whole account's going south when it really bad search terms are going to happen from time to time? How often is checking too much? Please answer the questions I asked in the row I asked them, in the order I asked them. <laughs> I check uh, search terms at least once a week. Uh, but for campaigns that are spending at a high rate, then that's when they need checking at a higher rate. So, I mean, that's the same way any Google Ads manager is going to, you know, work. If you're spending 500 a month, you have to spend more time in a 5,000 a month campaign than you do a 500. You know, it just takes more effort and time. So for let's... Because usually there's more click volume in yeah, a higher spend right. account. It all usually. has to do with CPCs. You know, if, if, if the 5,000 a month was spending uh, 100 a click... And the 500 a month was spending two cents a click. Okay, that kind of throws off the whole system. But typically, you know, keeping with the same type of CPC volume, yeah. I mean, I would definitely say once a week is minimum for anybody at any spend. Yeah, because if you do it right, it can you can scroll through your search terms very quickly if you have the right columns pulled up, which we'll talk about. And you can kind of gain this muscle memory, this skill of what to do when you look through your search term support. And you're right. Any business owner, any account manager, once a week is kind of a good threshold. Um, I will say, yes, the bigger accounts get, the more often I check them. But you know more? What, why, why are you smirking, Chris? What's in your... Uh, tell me the search term in your head right now. What did you just search in your head? I see this smirk. I'm trying to give some good advice. And I, I look over at a guy who looks like... He's looking at me like I've got a piece of food dangling from my mouth or something. Why are you smirking? I literally, okay, this is not what. What's the searcher? It wasn't. I literally, this has nothing to do with what you're talking about. I caught myself in my camera and I thought about, you look better How than you are, you are smart. And I was like, you jerk. <laughs> I was you still, I was still laughing are. about that. Yeah. So no, please okay. continue. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Once a week is a kind of good threshold and you look back at the last seven days of data, the last week. However, a couple situations come up, Chris. Whether it's a smaller account, spend-wise, or a larger account, when you're running pure broad, oh, yeah. that's when I find myself... I've, I put it in a little uh, checklist I do every day. Oh, yeah. For the accounts I'm running pure broad, we check those search terms a lot more often oh, because sure. things can get out of control. Yep. 
uh, things can change every, from day to day. And th- those are just situations where I want to be like, okay, this is kind of risky behavior I'm engaging in. I'm engaging in it for a purpose, uh, broad keywords like a pro, but I know the downsides of pure broad keywords. So I'm going to be vigilant and kind of check it every single day almost, um, or not every single day, but the the ones where I've uh, run pure broad, where I'm running pure broad and I'm comfortable with pure broad, like I have the budgets under control, I have the bids under control, I have some historical experience in those camp those, for those accounts with the pure broad keywords, I check it twice a week Okay, because uh, I yeah. kind of always want to be on it. Um, yeah. So that kind of makes sense for pure broad. Then the other situation with how often to check, you do your routine weekly checks, but can you kind of describe for everyone out there how you use the search terms report in like a couple of different ways, an audit kind of situation or a, okay, I've been running this account for five years and I thought it was doing great. And all of a sudden the client saying business is not going so good in the Mm -hmm. last three months, Mm -hmm. but last year it was amazing kind of like see what's changed situation. So what are these kind of one-off situations you're using the search and report? How do you look at it when you do that? Um, this is something I don't want to give too much on because this is a, um, wow. a benefit. Wow. Uh, Chris Schaefer special. This is a benefit that our higher level patrons are enjoying where I gave information about doing a deep level audit. So if you're interested in not hearing about it, but actually seeing it, check out the uh, the highest tier level, uh, which is the the fifty dollar uh, Patreon. Uh, I don't know what we're calling them S- superiors. Let's we call them the Patreon superiors. Um, that is uh, where you get to see the video. But to give a, a a general explanation, is you try and isolate examples. You try and isolate examples about what different intent levels look like. So if someone's using a key term having to do with buy or, um, you know, for sale and, and things like that, uh-huh, you need to- The filter. Yeah. Using, well, thanks, Jason. But <laughs> it's not a secret, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I was kind of, I was tiptoeing around it, but okay, filter. I use filters to try yeah. and explain okay. this. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, but there's a difference between saying the word filter and then saying sure. actually how, you how use I it. do it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but anyway, that's yeah. I mean, you, you try and isolate the intent. You isolate the intent of what that you know. If someone uses a certain term and you get conversions, then you know that's going to be a big benefit for someone that uh, can look at months and months and years and years of data and say, oh wow, when I isolate this one term, every time they use this term, I have a you know, 25% search, uh, 25% conversion rate versus when they use this other term, I have a 2% conversion rate that alone can give you, you know, an open and whole new avenue of that's a different level of intent. You may not realize it, but when someone says for sale versus discount, you may not think about that, but there's a whole level of intent there that you've opened up that people close and are, are purchase or contact at a higher level. Another thing I like to do, Chris, is if if something was working better at a previous period of time or the business results were better, I like to go to the search terms report and I like to look at that time period, uh, whatever the time oh, where things were yeah. good. Yep, yep, yep. And I like to 
I like to look at the highest volume search terms in, in terms of clicks, but also in terms of conversions. And I'll be like, okay, client says things were great uh, two years ago during the summer. What were we getting our traffic from? And then I like to look at the last 30 days or the last same time period in mo more recent time. Are we still getting clicks from that search term? Mm. Or those kinds of search terms, are we still getting conversions? Did we lower our bids on them because they had one bad week and we lowered them too much when we shouldn't and now we're getting less? Did we actually accidentally add a negative keyword that's blocking those great search terms mm -hmm. at some point? Mm -hmm. I like to see if we're just getting like spot on the same exact kind of traffic that, that we did when things were good. And that's kind of a clue. So I love looking back at search term reports over time in terms of like looking for clues. That's kind of a, a fun thing to do because again, it's the most important part of the account. And so if you're trying to figure out why something was going so good in a previous period, the first thing that you do, whether you're the detective or the conversion detective, is you go back in time and you look at the the search terms report. So Chris, interesting tip for people, and I, I kind of have a, a spin on this now that we're not getting all our search term data. Why don't you tell people how to look for how, how do you get to see the keywords that came from individual keywords and you only want to look at search terms that came from those individual keywords. Yeah. So this is something I, I, I love to hear people say, whoa, whenever I do this uh, on screen. Um, so here, here's the tip. You can listen to it and uh, follow along on your screen, but go to the search keywords tab. Doesn't matter if you're in all campaigns or one individual campaign or one ad group, doesn't matter. Just make it to the search keywords screen or you have all the keywords in front of you, go to the left side of the screen where you see the checkbox next to that keyword. You can check it and it, changed, it changes the whole row to blue. Once you're there, a secret blue menu pops up at towards the middle of the screen at the at, towards the top. And you click that new search terms button. Um, not new, it doesn't say new search terms, it says search terms. You click that and what it does is it filters down to show you only search terms from that keyword and or or a few keywords if you or, or a couple of keywords and and the power of this is that you are now isolating everything so you can see what does this keyword match for the the, the main thing you're answering here is what am I paying for here with this one keyword and and what it what it really tells you is how loose or tight this keyword is when it comes to matching. If there's just tons of close variants and you just see a long list of 300 search terms, you should definitely know that this keyword has a very wide reach. You know, if you're spending 90%, 60% of your budget on this one keyword and you have a list of tons and tons of search terms, red flags should go off. You should consider splitting this out or at least controlling the bids on this. Make sure it doesn't get completely out of uh, control. So uh, it's a... it's a Or adding some very targeted kinds of negative keywords yes. can help you. Do something, because I see that happen all the time when people overspend on one keyword and it dominates everything. Yeah, especially with, that can happen for sure with uh, broad match modified. One tip for people, Chris, when you're on your search keywords page and you're trying to check multiple keywords and then hit search terms... Uh, because you want to look at the search terms for only those keywords. If you check too many of them, I don't know what the threshold is. The word, the number 20 mm. is in my head for some reason. Maybe it's more than 20. But if you try to check too many and then 
you click search terms and then it takes you to the search terms report. If you don't see near the filter area, all those words that you checked filtered, then that means you're just looking at the normal search terms report for everything. And that's happened to me a few times where like I check too many search term or too many keywords and I click search terms. Then it takes me to the search terms report and it didn't filter for only any keywords. So just something to keep in mind. Now, Chris, let's talk about the columns the columns we uh, have up, and I'll just go down my columns. Yep, let's do it. And I want you to tell me where you have something new or something uh, in a different place or anything like that. So search term is the first column sure. on the left. Yep. Then I like to have match type next to that. And I'm joking yeah, with you because before the show, I was like, match type's a good <laughs> column. And Chris was like, you can't even remove it if you wanted to. It's always in there. I was like, oh, you're right. I yell at Jason. For, you, you, for you listeners that feel sorry for me sometimes, I do a lot of my yelling and making fun of Jason off air just so he's embarrassed by himself with just me and me and him. That's where I get the most satisfaction of making fun of him. You really do. Yeah. Um, one interesting thing on the match type column, it tells you when it's a close variant. Very important. So it tells you the match type. It, it tells you exact match, close variant, or just exact match, et cetera, to the other kinds of uh, match types. Which, by the way, would be interesting. Which, it, by the way, you yes, can actually filter by that. If you want to see all of your exact match, close variants, you can choose that as a filter. Did you know that? That would be under filter, match type. attributes, match type, includes, and then you can do exact match, close variant, or phrase match, close variant, as opposed to just yep. exact you and phrase filter. match. Very interesting. Filter for that, yeah. Yeah, you can see what percent of your traffic's coming from uh, close variant, or the percent they're telling you. Then I have a column called added and excluded. Is that always in there for you too, Chris? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, and added means, okay, you're actually targeting this keyword, and then none means, hey, you showed up on this search and got a click from the search term, but you're not actually targeting this exact keyword. So it, I think if a good example of that would be uh, like phrase match. You could have a keyword like moving companies. And then if someone did a search like moving companies, Dallas and moving companies was the keyword that triggered that search term to, to get a click from it it would say none there because you don't actually have moving companies Dallas in there. Um, but then if you had moving companies Dallas phrase match and the actual search you showed up on was just that phrase, it would say added. So one thing I like to do, Chris, is why am I looking at my added search yep. terms? If I'm looking for negative keywords, yep. I'm not. Like everything added is added for a reason. So I like to sometimes filter that added excluded column to only show me none. And then when I'm looking for negative keywords, uh, negative keyword ideas, It'll show me all the traffic I got that I wasn't at least trying to get specifically. And then that's where I get my negative keywords from. So then I do, uh, Chris, you can have campaign if you want, ad group. Mm -hmm. Here's a huge one, which I didn't start doing until recently because I listened to you and you're a great guy. The keyword call. Oh. So why don't you tell us what the keyword call means in the context of a search term report? Yeah. If you don't have keywords added, it's under the attributes uh, column for the uh, for the, at the search term level. If you don't have it added, you have no idea what triggered that search term. So um, if you have a keyword that uh, is triggering 90% of your traffic, you would never know that you know, all these search terms are just in, just different variants of this one keyword until you turned on that column. That column will give you the missing piece about, hey, this moving company's keyword triggered 
this uh, search term and you would be able to determine, oh, wow, that's really far out there. I need to add negative keywords to this or I need to rein this keyword in, maybe add a third word to this keyword to avoid you know, getting so much traffic on it. It's critically important to add that. I do not look at my search terms without the keyword column enabled. Yeah, and it really tells you if you're getting the kind of search terms you want to get or expect to get from the keyword. So we all have a reason we added a keyword, and then what are you actually getting yep. from it in reality? That can kind Huge. of, looking at them side by side can help you. I know there's going to be some people out there, Chris, that look at a phrase match keyword in the column and then look at the search term from it and go, oh my gosh, close variance is so crazy these days. This is so off. Well, that's because the second quotation in your phrase match keyword, you forgot to hold down shit and it's just an apostrophe <laughs> happens. instead of a instead of a quote. It happens so and it's, much. It's not actually a phrase match. It's actually a broad match. Shouldn't Google like give us a little credit? <laughs> if, if there's an apostrophe and the other side of the keyword has a quote, shouldn't they just assume we meant a quote on there? So that'll throw in a broad keyword actually. So that's something to always look out I for. I see a lot of people put a plus and then a space and then put the keyword and, they're, and they think, why, you know, why am I getting so many? I'm like, that's a broad keyword. You have to put the plus up against the word itself. There cannot be a space. That's a huge difference. That's the difference between a broad keyword and a modified broad keyword. So I see that a lot too. Yeah, Chris. And beyond that, I just like, I like looking, uh, what I look at with, with keywords for, for them, for the kind of data I'm able to get. I look at my, well, I don't really look at position data on the search terms report, but I look at the clicks, the impressions, click the rate, cost per click cost, and then especially the conversion column. So that's kind of what I'm looking at when I look at my search terms. I have, uh, the only thing I do have position, I have position added in, I have uh, conversion rate, cost per conversion and conversion value over cost. That's something I like to see as wow. well. Something that I don't necessarily use absolute top and top percentage that much. But one thing I do like to see is value over cost. Because one thing that really pops for me is if I see a very high number uh, on the value, assuming you are using values in your in your campaign, you have that set up. That could be really interesting because I might notice that some, uh, you know, I might do a filter to say, show me everything that has, you know, conversion values over 2.5 or over 5 or over 6 or something like that. You know, so it can filter down and find out what are these highly profitable individual searches look like. And again, Another way to find high intent, high value that you may not have seen anywhere else. Chris, you do that. Why you got that widescreen when you're oh, looking man. at your search? I got terms, the huh? biggest monitor, biggest. So, Chris, um, I've got one more tip when it what, or actually one more new idea that this uh, whole losing search term data is going to have me doing something new uh, when I look at search terms, and I want to share that with you. Um, after you tell us about Optio. And then after that, uh, we will jump into Patreon for some kind of ideas on how this is going to affect the business of PPC. But why don't you tell us about Optio and then we'll go through that one more kind of new wrinkle we have um, based on losing some search term data. Optio.com slash PSP2 to try out their amazing software. They've been supporting us for a long time. And they will continue supporting us because we really back their software. We really like it. In a world where we're surrounded by automation, by we're smarter than you, let us do it for you. Don't look at those numbers. Don't you change that. It's working just fine. Don't question me. 
This is a software where you're designed to make decisions based on your knowledge, based on what you think is best. They give improvement ideas. They don't automate. They give optimization uh, tips and data and graphs and charts. You're going to like it because if you're one of those people that's very analytical, you like to look at things and figure out the answer by digging into them, biting into it and figuring out what you need to do, optio.com slash PSP2 is the answer for you. So Chris, I'm going to, this is a new tip um, or at least a new thing I'm doing. Don't don't take away search terms from me oh. and then not tell me why. Like my mind's just gonna, I'm gonna obsess about this yeah, forever. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out a way. So something interesting. We talked about highlighting one keyword or or a handful of keywords, but in this case, let's say one keyword, and then once it's highlighted, clicking the uh, search term button that pops up, and then you can look at the search terms for that one keyword. So what this allows you to do, it allows you to know. How many clicks, so we talked about at the beginning of the show, 60% of clicks uh, we're getting search term data for, 40% we're not. Oh. But now we can break it down at the individual keyword level. And I can click on one keyword, same keyword. One, I'm looking at uh, some data from a recent day. It's the same keyword. One is phrase, one is exact. I click on the exact one and I hit search terms and I've got three clicks and three uh, search term clicks for, and it's the same search term because it's exact match. I click on the phrase match version of that keyword and I hit search terms, three clicks and no search terms Wow! on those three clicks. So what this is going to allow you to do is if you want to know, hey, what the search terms I am still getting, at least right now, maybe 60% of them, what keywords are they coming from? And so what keywords do I need to look at and go, no, there's no mystery with the search terms. I don't need to do any additional research in Google searches to find negative keyword ideas, to find new keyword ideas. I'm getting all the data from them. And then the ones you're not getting search term data for or enough search term data for, you can go, okay, those are the keywords that I need to go to Google for. Do some searches, see what the suggested searches are. Uh, look at people's ad copy. Try to come up with new keyword ideas. Try to come up with negative keyword ideas. You like that tip, that Chris? Is that's really what an interesting way to like reverse engineer the whole system and say, uh, 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 I'm going to figure you out. Which one of you is not giving the data? And you can, you see, you see why I worry when, when I walk to my mailbox <laughs> in the morning, That's one good. day it's going to get me. Don't close. you, don't you do that Rothman. <laughs> no, no, no. More silent than that. Just, <laughs> just this, this guy, this, uh, Big beast of a man early in the morning, bending down to pick up his paper, oh. his morning paper. He's walking a dog because he knows Jason Rothman likes a, likes dogs. He said, hey, sir, you, you like my dog? You're like, oh, what a cute. Hey, at least I had a good podcast in yeah, the day. So, good. Chris, uh, after fantasizing about your death, the, uh, <laughs> being murdered. Yeah, let's let's. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's keep it light here yeah. let's uh let's get people to want to come over to patreon yeah yeah so let's we're gonna um, we're gonna um we're gonna jump over to patreon yeah. and it's gonna be a good time yeah we're gonna we're, we're gonna get loose we're gonna talk a little bit more uh if you are a google ads agency uh if you are a freelancer if you're wanting to to manage accounts for for clients or you're a business owner and you you just want to know more about Google ads that we may not share uh, out in the open, go to our Patreon. 
You can find it at paidsearchpodcast.com. Just click on the Patreon link and sign up. We have multiple tiers now, including a new high tier, which has a visual element. And Jason, mm, yeah, this week we are doing our live chat. Very first time live chat this week. So it's going to be, uh, when is it, Chris? We're it looking at, six, we'll let the patrons know for sure, 16th. but it's definitely 16th. Yeah, this Wednesday. Wednesday night, the 16th. Yeah, yep. And we're thinking, we're thinking at night, but we'll let the patron sell for sure. Yeah, so we're doing it this 16th. Live so. chat, live live stream. We're going to be talking, me and Chris, and answering questions and just talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. We'll look at some of the comments in Patreon and talk about some recent things people have been talking about, and mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, and you can only join us there if you are part of the new visual higher tier, the superiors, as I like to call them, and. Uh, Uh, We thank you guys for your support. So the rest of you guys, get out!